0: This is Real Talk from CPR News and Denver 7.
1: This week, some Coloradans have seen problem after problem at their apartment complex.
2: Persistent black mold, constant flooding, complete lack of heat.
1: Now, one group of neighbors is banding together to try to fight back.
0: Today, we have a Real Talk about renters' rights, what kind of power residents have and what resources are available to you.
1: Thank you for joining us for Real Talk. I'm Denver 7's Micah Smith.
0: And I'm Colorado Public Radio's Nathan Heffel. Each week, in a partnership between Denver 7 and CPR News, we'll have a Real Talk about issues impacting underrepresented people of Colorado.
1: Today, we're focused on renters' rights, and we begin with the story of residents in a Denver apartment complex who have been dealing with issues for months.
0: Tenants of the Cedar Run apartment say mold, leaking sewage, and no hot water or heat are the norm, And a few weeks ago, they protested in hopes management would address their problems. So I decided to head there to see if anything had improved. They started the construction. When Cedar Run resident Felix Reddy and their partner first moved into their apartment last October, they were in love with the area.
2: The property is like big and beautiful from the outside. (laughs) We liked the way the unit was laid out, his unit as we saw it. We just kind of got more interested in it, talked to a leasing person, took a tour, Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like a good, you know, place. And uh, the neighborhood also around here, we love the food options.
0: (laughs) But shortly after settling in, little things seemed to start piling up, like the hot water not always being hot, the heat not adequately heating their apartment. But then that big cold snap hit with sub-zero frigid
2: temperatures across Denver and the Front Range. That's when things got serious. The heat would not be there. And I'm like, you know, there's not a lot to me, so (laughs) like I get cold pretty quick. And it just sucks. It sucks to have to bundle up like you're outside in your own home.
0: On top of that, there was no
2: hot water. None. For Felix and their partner, things were reaching a breaking point. And then not be able to shower on top of it, you're just, you know, sitting in a bunch of clothes being dirty, (laughs) which is just not good. You know, you can't clean very much, like you can't really do dishes, you can't cook very much. Like it's just, it kind of, you don't really realize how much you depend on water and just like physical like comfort I guess until it's not there. It's paralyzing in a way. It's just, you kind of, everything just grinds to a halt as far as like home functions go. So they decided to organize
0: with their neighbors and what they found shocked them. Their neighbors were far worse
2: off than they were management wasn't helping at all. I mean, I just can't imagine like people have been stuck with like many worse issues for months and I'm sure they felt infinitely more paralyzed than I did.
0: Like what? What were some of the biggest issues that you've heard? I
2: mean, persistent black mold, constant flooding that wouldn't get repaired, obviously leading to mold. Um, I mean like complete lack of heat for like with no pauses, like just no heat at any point of any day for months. And, like, older folks, people who need that, like, you know, arthritic people, like, I do, who just did not have any heat. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how they put up with it for so long. But, I mean, that's kind of how renting is a lot of the time. Like, you know, when your landlord is, like, this isolated, you know, unit that doesn't ever talk to you, (laughs) you don't feel like you can do anything.
0: With help from Denver Aurora Tenants United, a community activist group, Felix, organized a protest which highlighted the issues happening at Cedar Run. And they still have a number of protest signs they made leaning up against a wall in their apartment.
2: These were from our protest. There we go, yeah, look at that.
0: (laughs) Coldest showers in Denver, tenant safety over profit. Look at that. Felix says the protest showed that people cared. They weren't alone and people were listening.
2: I think it was really empowering for a lot of the residents to be able to get out there and make our voices heard. And it was great for me particularly to hear like while we were out there, like many people driving by on Leedsdale were like honking in support, sounding support, and everybody coming in and out of the property was hollering and like you know whooping. They were like I would run over to the cars and talk to people, and they'd be like, "Yeah, it sucks here." <laughs> I'd be like, "Damn, okay, it is literally everyone."
0: CPR News contacted the out-of-state owner of Cedar Run Apartments when the protest took place. They didn't respond to requests for comment, but Felix says since banding together with their neighbors, things have started to improve, somewhat.
2: At least the, you know, low-level office employees there seem to actually want to, like, communicate with us and help us out. And that's a change? Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. It used to be you didn't hear anything from them. So yeah, I mean, that's a positive change. It's nice to at least have that line of communication. and like. I recently emailed back to one of their updates, uh, saying that you know my water pressure is still low and sporadic, and sometimes it's not hot and this and that. And you know I I did receive a pretty uh, timely response, and I mean just today a maintenance guy came out. I'm not sure what he did. He didn't talk a whole lot, but he came out. You know at least he made an appearance.
0: Felix says even though the situation that brought them and their neighbors together was really really horrible, it's been
2: great feeling like combined, they have a voice. Talk to your neighbors. Organize. Just do it. Even if you don't have the same issues. Even if you have no issues at all. Even if you love your apartment and you're never gonna leave and you're never gonna have any problems. Talk to your neighbors and get a group. Make it, you know, a Facebook group. Whatever. However you everyone can stay in contact because it's just so important to have that community, I think, just in case. And, you know, even if nothing's going wrong, just to be able to share... Information, food, like, plan a potluck, like, why not? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just great. As far as, like, from a community building standpoint, from, like, a resistance standpoint, it's a net positive all around. Micah, I love
0: that thought. Talk to your neighbors, mm-hmm. listen to your neighbors going to that apartment complex things are getting better but yet when i was there they were doing construction it was so loud and this is going on hours and hours a day kids are trying to play outside they're holding their ears it is uh scary what's happened to people that that don't know what they don't know and 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 what they can do to say hey this isn't a good place that i'm living in
1: well nathan your story showed the power of organizing and the power of shining light on these issues so absolutely important and great reporting there Joining us now is Bruno Tapia Garcia. He's from Denver Aurora Tenants United and helped stage the protest at Cedar Run. Bruno, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank
3: you. I'm happy to be here.
1: Well, first tell us a little bit about Denver Aurora Tenants United.
3: Yeah, Denver Aurora Tenants United is an organization of tenants who organize other tenants. Um we're entirely volunteer ran, we're not paid organizers. Uh, we do this because we think we need to have um, a real tenants movement to bring a balance of power for tenants in Colorado. So we organize tenants around um, better conditions in their apartments. We organize tenants to stand up to abusive landlords. And we organize to uh, help people stay in their neighborhoods and their homes and not be displaced. So what went into getting these residents to band together uh, and to say, this isn't
0: this isn't okay?
3: Yeah, I think the most important part of these tenants coming together and really any tenants coming together is talking to each other and learning that they're not alone. I think people very often uh, sort of deal with the issues that they have alone and they think that it's just them. They just kind of live with it because they don't have much options, right? They don't want to lose the housing they already have. Um, But as soon as you start speaking to your neighbors, you realize we're all experiencing this. We're all having these issues and it's unfair.
1: Absolutely. Um, We did see that there are small changes happening. But talk about what's next for these residents.
3: I think it's really important to continue to organize the entire building uh, because the more tenants that you have involved in the tenants union, the more power you have. right? Um, And at the end of the day, the situation uh, that tenants are put in, is they're completely removed of the power over their own homes, right? They're paying so much in rent. They're paying these enormous amounts. Most tenants in Colorado pay more than uh, 30% of their income to their rent. And the landlord has all the say in what their living conditions like and their ability to live, live safe and healthy lives. So getting more tenants involved in the union to build that power, to be able to collectively bargain and collectively organize is really important.
0: And like I've heard over and over, tenants don't know what they don't know. And it's not just the residents of Cedar Run who you've reached out to. uh, Who else have you been working with?
3: Yeah, we've worked with tenants uh, both in Denver and Aurora who are are experiencing a myriad of issues. We had one building where tenants were uh, on short notice, given notice to leave their Hmm. building um, and started getting threatened with eviction for the entire building because the owner wanted to sell the building. Um, They actually cut off their hot water and their heat uh, to get them to leave. Uh, We also worked with tenants in Denver who were experiencing no heat during the coldest months uh, of 2022, in December and November, two straight months with no heat, um, who also experienced mold in their uh, apartments. Even one of those tenants uh, had mold poisoning from, from the mold that was in their building.
1: Some very concerning situations there, Bruno. Bruno Tapia Garcia is with Denver Aurora Tenants United. Well, our real talk about renters' rights in Colorado continues in just a bit.
0: And we'll be joined by a member of the advocate group Community Economic Defense Project to learn more about what tenants are doing to protest living conditions and how the group is helping people who are facing eviction. This is Real Talk from CPR News and Denver 7.
1: Welcome back to Real Talk. Today, we're having a real talk on renters' rights in Colorado. And we're joined
0: now by Zach Newman from the Community Economic Defense Project. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Glad to be here. So first, tell us what you do uh, with the defense project.
4: Yeah, so I'm an eviction defense attorney. I represent clients who are facing eviction. And CEDP really got started during the pandemic. I was working as a tenant, defense attorney, representing clients in Denver County Court. And as the pandemic got rolling, I had this moment with several of my colleagues where we all said, man, a lot of our neighbors, a lot of the people we work with are all going to be out of work here really shortly. Most families in the United States can't sustain a $1,000 emergency. We got to do something. Put a message on social media, didn't think much of it. Got back online 24 hours later, and we had 600 messages. And we basically built from there. So we're now an integrated eviction defense organization. We do rental assistance. We do legal services. Uh, today, we've paid out about $110 million in rental assistance and served, I want to say, thirty-two to 35,000 folks living in the state of Colorado, keeping people in their homes, keeping people in their homes. Yeah.
1: And Zach, you know, I saw you reacting to Bruno there talking about Cedar Run. Have you seen anything like that before where residents are banding together to fight against their property manager?
4: We represent clients in eviction. We represent clients when they're facing warranty of habitability challenges, bad conditions like the ones uh, at Cedar Run. This is hands down the worst situation I think we have ever seen.
1: Wow. Why is that?
4: The landlord doesn't seem to care. This has been on the front page of the Denver Post. The tenants are well organized. They've stated their claims. They're out there telling the story of what's happening, and nothing has been done. Mm -hmm. The landlord just sitting there saying, you know what? We're going to take a pass on this one. We're going to let it continue to be this bad. Zach,
0: we heard that maybe at the, the, the local level, the people in the rental office are maybe a little bit more caring. But what do you think about the higher ups, the real change that these residents banding together can make against these out of state
4: uh, owners of these apartment complexes? I just I think this speaks to such a tremendous problem we see in rental housing in Denver, which is most of the large multifamily housing in Colorado is owned by out-of-state investors. And so for these investors, oftentimes, people who are living in these buildings aren't people, it's not families, it's not kids in their homes, it's a square on a spreadsheet. And they're really focused on that revenue generation, that cash flow, and they're not thinking about what people are experiencing in their day-to-day lives. And I heard from Felix in the story that they know of people
0: facing eviction, and I also know that eviction rates are returning to pre-pandemic levels. Why are you seeing more people facing the possibility of being
4: kicked out of their homes? So eviction rates are double what they were a year ago um, in Denver County and across the state. We've seen a dramatic increase in eviction filings. And really, this is a leading indicator of housing displacement because a lot of people, when the landlord emails them or puts that first demand on their door, they just move out. They self-evict. So we have no record of who these people are, where they're going, what's happening in their situation. So The filing is really just a small cohort of who's being displaced. Um, But I think the reason we've seen the numbers go up so dramatically is two things. One, rent is obviously up dramatically, over 20 percent over the past couple of years. But secondly, the state's emergency rental assistance program, which has done so much to keep people in their homes, is going away. Federal funding is drying up. Those American Rescue Plan dollars are going away. And so renters don't have access to a lifeline anymore.
1: Well, Zach and Nathan, I know when I lived in an apartment, I really didn't know any of my neighbors. I went in the house, came out, wasn't really speaking to a lot of people, but I heard others, and I've heard others say the same thing. It seems like, though, there is something good, something valuable about getting to know your neighbors and hearing about what they're experiencing, especially if it's the same thing as you. You're not alone.
4: So many people suffer in silence. They get that eviction notice placed on their door, and they say, this is my cross to bear. I'm just going to move out, and they leave. You know, talk to their neighbors. They don't contact an attorney. They don't seek rental assistance. And really, there is a tremendous amount of support out there, both in your community and in a lot of social sector organizations here in Denver.
0: Briefly, you said that that the numbers are returning to pre-pandemic levels. They're doubling. How has your work been? Your office. I'm assuming you're getting call after call after call. That must weigh on you. That there's so many people out there needing your help.
4: It it has been an incredibly challenging time for our organization, and, and more importantly, more relevantly, for our clients. Uh, rental assistance really played a powerful role in keeping people in their homes, and that's, for the most part, no longer available. Um, you see people get evicted all the time because they can't make an additional $400 payment, or late fees on the account have accumulated, and because those late fees are on the count and even though it's illegal to evict people for late fees, they're still being displaced from their homes.
1: Zach, I know you've tweeted about this, posted about social media, but once that eviction happens, it seems like it's even tougher than to get back on your feet, get back into a home, be a renter again.
4: Absolutely. I mean, you know, both in the credit reporting and in the landlord databases, evictions are recorded. Uh, you know, in a lot of the like research literature, they call it the Scarlet E, but it basically means that you're living in a long term stay hotel. Maybe you're living in your vehicle. Uh, you know, maybe you're working in an informal situation where you're paying week to week or month to month, but it means it's really, really hard to find stable, reliable housing.
1: Thank you, Zach. That's Zach Newman from the Community Economic Defense Project. And we want everyone who is joining us to know there are resources to support you if you are struggling to pay rent.
0: Coming up, more on what kind of help is available. This is Real Talk from CPR News and Denver 7. This is Real Talk. I'm Nathan Heffel, and we're talking renters' rights in Colorado.
1: Yeah, Bruno Tapia Garcia from Denver Aurora Tenants United and Zach Newman from the Community Economic Defense Project are here with us. And Zach, I want to start with you. Your organization helps keep residents housed. What resources do you have available?
4: So I think there are a number of organizations in the state of Colorado that can provide legal representation. We're one of them. We provide legal rep. We also can provide emergency rental assistance to some extent. So we provide those services. Colorado Legal Services is another great organization to contact, as is the Colorado Poverty Law Project. So lots of tenants attorneys working around the state who can work on these situations. I also know that
0: rental assistance isn't always handed out in a timely manner. How do you keep residents housed when there is that timeline when they don't know when they are going to get that assistance?
4: So this is an interesting feature of our work. We have built a rental assistance fund that's able to move faster. So when a tenant is eligible for a rental assistance payment, CEDP has the power in many cases to make that payment before the state program or the municipal program is able to. And then our fund is reimbursed by the state or municipal program. So we often are issuing rental assistance checks in less than 24 hours when that's necessary to keep someone in their home.
0: So they just call you and be like, hey, this is the situation. You take a look at it and like, Here's a
4: check. There's some paperwork to fill out Obviously. and there's some conversations, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, but if, if the if the sheriff is coming, if the court date is that day, we have really worked hard to build capacity in the cases we handle to get money out the door as quickly as we can.
1: Yeah. Bruno, let's talk about resources available through your organization and how someone can get in touch with you all.
3: Yeah, folks can reach out to us at Aurora, tu at gmail.com or Aurora, tu on Instagram Um, And really, uh, we can help tenants uh, with any issue around their warranty of habitability, um, where conditions are uh, unsafe or unhealthy in their home. Um, If tenants are having issues with eviction threats, um, we can get them connected usually with lawyers like CED Law, Um, but uh, really what we do is, is give Renters the tools to advocate for themselves and to come together with their neighbors um, and negotiate and have a better outcome
0: Well, like you said, it's really going door to door and saying hey your neighbors feeling this or seeing this Are you seeing it too? Let's work on a way to get together so people can can know that this is
3: happening because like you were saying So many people are suffering in silence totally I think um, you know people are kind of in a very desperate situation because Uh, as rent prices continue increasing, it's very difficult for people to make that choice to leave these unsafe or unhealthy conditions. They're forced to be in an abusive situation. Mm -hmm. So um, what we try to do is show them that there is real power. At the end of the day, the owner of the building makes the money that they make from those tenants, right? So they have power too. They just have to come together and exercise that power.
1: Okay, group. Let's talk about resources statewide for people, not just in Denver, but let's say you live in Grand Junction or Colorado Springs. Bruno or Zach, help us out with some resources for all across the state.
3: Yeah, I think that's the wonderful thing about organizing. Anybody can do it, right? As long as um, you are willing to speak to your neighbors and to um, do the work of bringing people together and, and you know, pushing against the the conditions that you're facing, um, anybody can organize. So if people want to reach out to us and just get some advice or talk about what that looks like, that's something that we're willing to do as well. And I'm assuming, Zach, if someone, let's say, you know, Rural says, hey, I want to come chat with you. You're
0: like, well, we don't really work with Rural Colorado, but here's someone who could help you. I'm assuming that's something they could
4: do as well. We work with rural Colorado. Oh, well, there so That's good to know. So there you have <laughs> represented clients in almost all of Colorado's counties. Uh, we partner a lot with Bruno's organization and organizations like Bruno's around the state. So one of our biggest sources of referrals are community organizers, tenant organizations, sending cases our way.
1: Well, this was very helpful. I will say, you know, we get contacted. I know CPR Denver 7 all the time about renters and the issues that they're facing. We have just about 30 seconds left. Any last words from either one of you?
3: Um, I guess I would just say to folks out there, if you're experiencing issues, if you're experiencing the threat of eviction or um, unsafe or unhealthy conditions in your home, you don't have heat, you have mold, um, you don't have hot water, That even though it feels uh, scary and it feels intimidating to speak up about it and do something because the landlord has so much power, you really stand so much uh, of a better chance when you come together with your neighbors and you organize because at the end of the day, they depend on you more than you depend on them for housing.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Zach and Bruno, for being with us today. Bruno Tapia Garcia is with Denver Aurora Tenants United. And Zach Newman is with the Community Economic Defense Project. And that's this week's episode of Real Talk. Every week, we'll be having a Real Talk on issues that impact Coloradans who are often overlooked.
0: And you can find all of our shows on the free Denver 7 Plus app and online at CPR.org. This is Real Talk from CPR News and Denver 7. Have a great day.